Welcome to Women Who Sarcast and Breaking It Down 80s Style. I'm Kathy Barron. I'm Shalani Alex. And today it's all about 80s music and memories. Memories. Was that 80s? That song? <laughs> Probably like 70s. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just remember the disco version of it. Unless it was originally supposed to be disco, but I don't think so. Kind of like a commercial. How they have the music at commercials and the kids today are like, oh my God, that's Rihanna's song. No, that's not Rihanna's song. That's Bob Dylan. That's Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the Beatles. Right. <laughs> so we're going to discuss albums from the 80s. And you have a few and I have a few, right, that we're going to talk about and yep. memorialize and uh, talk a little bit about Maybe a couple of songs on the albums? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited to hear your stories and your memories because the caveat of this is that these are, like you said, albums that have memories attached to them for us, not like the top ones that were in the 80s because that's a completely different conversation because <laughs> my top ones did not make this list, but there's so many. There's a lot. But first, drum roll, please. So I found this, and I know that we've talked about it before. Well, you know what? I'm just going to play this, and we can talk about it after. Okay. okay. Here we go. So what did that sound like to you? Um, something, something, no one. I don't know. No. <laughs> no, I remember us talking about it a while back and like, what? <laughs> I can't remember. It's, it when nothing. it's played backwards, it yeah. says it's fun to smoke marijuana. It's I fun to smoke marijuana. It's fun to smoke marijuana. You didn't get that? I got it when I was like 12 and I was playing it backwards. I I got something, something, no one. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this going to be like one of those, what color do you see kind of yeah. things? And some wait, people wait, wait. see green and some people see pink. But I bet you if I listen to it again, now that it's in my head, then I'm going to hear it. I'm going to make it fit. I'm sure it <laughs> But I remember us talking about it. I can't believe you found it. I did. I was looking in my archives and I found it. But it's pretty funny because when I was growing up, I was probably middle school maybe. Yeah. And I had the 45 of Another One Bites the Dust. <laughs> and so I was playing it backwards because I heard it. For some reason, I heard it somewhere that if you play it backwards, it says... I thought it said smoke marijuana, but then doing some research today, it said it's fun to smoke marijuana. See, now I want to, well, I'll have to listen back to it. I'll send you the link. I'll include the link in the show notes that I never do. And, uh, okay. So do you want to go first? Um, you can go first. I knew you were going to say that. Okay. So Peter Gabriel and his so album from 1986 okay. is a pretty bitchin' album. Some of the songs on the album was Red Rain, Sledgehammer, Don't Give Up, That Voice Again, Mercy Street, Big Time, We Do What We're Told, This Is The Picture, In Your Eyes. It's In Your Eyes. In Your Eyes. Yeah, that's the one. I like that one. So I was just going to play a little bit because I don't know about the copyright laws, how many seconds I can play or not. Okay. Because I don't want to get sued by Peter. <laughs> I think as long as you give credit to Peter, you're okay. And if you're not trying to monetize on it by saying it's like yours and making people pay to hear it, then no. Okay. Well, I won't make people pay to hear this then. Yeah. <laughs> when 
I lived in the peninsula. I went to community college to take photography class. And we had to do this final project thing. And it was supposed to be a slideshow. So I was like, oh, you know how eyes, people's eyes just supposedly, they're the windows to our soul. Mm-hmm. And so what I did is I took pictures of people's eyes, only their eyes, and really close up. Oh, nice. So I had this slideshow, and of course, thinking I was so clever, I played in your eyes <laughs> while I was showing the slideshow. <laughs> and the instructor's like, let me guess what song you're using. I'm like, shut up, smarty <laughs> pants. You're so, you're so clever. I'm so clever. <laughs> So anyway, (laughs) that's my story on that. Peter, that's enough. <laughs> you know, that reminded me of like this, like within seconds of you playing it. <clears throat> have you seen those like um, those videos where they're challenging people to like listen to a song and not react to it? No, that's, I haven't seen that. Uh, I mean, some kind of game like, show or something. It's kind of it's I don't know that it's like a set game show, but I think it's like, you know, those YouTube celebrities like they'll they'll pull other like um, Internet kind of well-known people and um they'll have them sit and listen to songs and they can't move they can't react you just oh my have god to, like, that'd be so there. hard it's really hard and my sister i'll send you one actually that my sister sent me just yesterday um on fucking tiktok i can't stand tiktok okay let it be known <laughs> your sister that- is so obsessed with tiktok my sister is basically a 15 year old. Okay. Even though she's older than me. I mean, I don't know if it's a kids. I don't know what it is, but she needs to get off of TikTok. And anyway, so she sends me this TikTok, and it's, they're playing a bunch of like eighties and nineties song. Like it is so, it is so hilarious. I'll send you the link that I will share, but I hate TikTok. I'm just saying it's the devil just for the record, just for the record. Such a time suck. I hate it because I sat there for three hours straight going through TikTok and I was like, <laughs> no, no, take it off my phone. I'm not looking at some shit. I never even like, got on TikTok. I refuse. No, don't do it, Kathy. Don't, just say no. Just say no. <laughs> <laughs> so another one that I like from Pita is on uh, the same album. album. Yeah. Is Don't Give Up. You know this one very sad and kate so. bush kate bush is <sighs> also on, i love kate bush yeah and i always wanted to see her in concert but she was afraid of flying so she never you know came to the states little tidbit oh. little trivia mm-hmm. 
But, fun fact. Um, fun fact. So don't give up. I'm just going to play a little little bit, probably to the chorus, because you got to hear Kate. <laughs> it's a very soft song. Is it like Asper? It's very soft. <laughs> very sad sounds sad it's in a sad key (laughs) sad key of me totally remember that song. that's a beautiful song and like it would always be like super nice you'd anticipate the chorus coming up mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that and I, it's interesting listening back to Peter Gabriel I really liked him and I obviously didn't realize this before because you know we're kids and stuff but I just how very like theatrical kind of produce like very well produced it was and how he, he incorporated a lot of the um I don't want to say pan flute to kind of like pan give flutes. it stigma but you know what I mean? Like, it just felt, felt a little bit really, like, international. And I forgot that he had done that, like, incorporating kind of non-traditional hmm. Western instruments. It's almost borderline, like, that Africa song. But <laughs> Oh, you had to bring that up, did you? I had to, because we can't talk about 80s without talking about Toto. Hashtag Toto. Toto. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, that's I love that song. Oh, my gosh. I totally love that song. Okay, and there's one more. Mm-hmm. And this is more like instrumental. There's not much verbiage, which is kind of what I like. It has like two choruses and an outro. So here we go.
don't remember that one. I like that one. I can see you liking that. Like mm-hmm. I can see how that. <laughs> that's your style. And I like how it's just very like powerful, but it's not complicated. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's very like powerful. I think a lot of his songs were that way, in my opinion. Yeah, that one sounded like a um, like an art film soundtrack. <laughs> True. Like an artsy film. I like it. Yeah. So that's my picks for Peter Gabriel from the So album, 1986. So tell me what one of your albums. So my first one, actually, is um, Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. Mm. 1987 Spanish Fly, what's up? Yeah, yeah. I know. I loved it on a tape. Hi. On a tape. Cassette (laughs) recorder. Um. Yeah, so 87, so I was like probably, I think by the time this came out, I was getting ready to go into junior high, into the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my parents decided that they were going to um, take us on a family trip. I don't know if I'd mentioned this before, but because they started their life here in the Bronx. And um, when they first immigrated to the U.S., they were East Coasters, uh, big time. And we could tell, like, as an adult, like, I'm looking back at how we were raised. And, like, even though we were geographically in California, we might as well should have been in New York. Is mm. how we kind of feel like. But anyway, I think that they, one year, I guess my parents were like, hey, we're going to go down memory lane and show you where you grew up. So we went there because my sister was born there. And the entire time on the flight there, while we were there and coming back, I had only one tape. And this was my tape. <laughs> The Spanish so team. Yeah, so it reminds me of that trip, and which is actually good memories because it was like a really great trip, and it was kind of like this little pilgrimage, I guess. Um, but songs like the the one song that played on a constant loop because I was just obsessed with it was "Lost in Emotion." Mm-hmm. I loved that song. Um, yeah, Ooh, I'm like, <laughs> go girl. Twelve year old now. Get those. Get those shoulders rocking. Oh my God. High <laughs> memories. I'm like trying to lip sync. I'm trying not to sing because I just, but you can't not. You yeah. Know? That was your favorite song. That was, yeah. Head to Toe was on there. Everything mm-hmm. Will Be Fine um, was another one. Head to Toe was, was definitely the one that was like. Yeah, this is the one where you can really dance like that. <laughs> Ooh, 
Anyway. <laughs> See? See? I know. I love her. Mm-hmm. A little Spanish fly. Is that a drink? Like a yeah, I think so. Like tequila? Tequila? Did BC Boys sing about that? I think so. That's another one. BC Boys. I left that off the list, though, but you know. Yeah, but you know what? Uh-oh. When I, I didn't hear about the Beastie Boys and the hip hop until I moved out to California in 87. Because mm. the little town that I grew up was more about classic rock, which you'll see in a minute. It was all rock all the time. But there was like a total hip hop scene out on the East Coast. I guess if it just didn't, it didn't reach up. my town. And it's probably just now reaching that town. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, my God, the Beastie Boys. <laughs> the monkey song. Isn't that cool? <laughs> that monkey? <laughs> that monkey song. Brass monkey. monkey. That funky monkey. monkey. Brass monkey, monkey. monkey. That funky that junkie. Monkey. Oh, memories. I know. I love it. So... ACDC. Can we talk about yes. ACDC? Yes, let's. I did not listen to. I did not appreciate them till later, but yeah, I had a vinyl. I didn't play any songs backwards on that one though. The Back in Black album. Yeah, that's why we couldn't have that album in our house because you know Christian. My mom was like, "That's Debel song. What's that ACDC about? <laughs> they sing about Debel. Play it backwards." I was like, "What? That? How do you even plan to do that?" How do you even know that, Mom? I know. <laughs> what are you reading, Mom? Are you reading Rolling Stone and not telling us? Okay. Yeah. So Back in Black was the album. And I remember, uh, you know, there's titles like You Shook Me All Night Long, hmm. Have a Drink on Me, Let Me Put My Love Into You, Shoot the Thrill, you know, songs like that, that when you're like in seventh and eighth grade, you probably shouldn't be listening to. I know. I was just going to say. However... I was left alone a lot. Um, so one of the songs that I liked was Dirty Deeds. Is that on that album? It's not. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> realizing. But it's still a good album. That it's not. can't understand a word they're saying. Well, kind of. It's got that weird voice. Oh my god! You know what? If I could, one of if I could pick a life to kind of just live, maybe uh, I would want to be the drummer in that band. Yeah, I was listening to these songs, and it was like I'm gonna start learning that one on the drums. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool. Fun. Yes, yes. So I just remember ACDC listening to it in my living room. While I was playing pinball. Very nostalgic. <laughs> Such a great combo. By myself. <laughs> they have an ACDC pinball machine. I've played it. I've played is, it. That's one of my favorite pinball machines, mm-hmm. by the way. And Hell's anyway. Bells. Hell's Bells. Yep. The Hell's Bells feature. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you could get the ball, like, right into right that. In, yeah. Underneath it, Yes. Here's another song that I like. Um, it's actually, this is the Back in Black album now. Okay. 
That, the verse where it says heavy decibels are playing on my guitar, I always thought that was something like somebody's name, <laughs> like Jezebel or something. Jezebel? Jezebel? Jezebel. Jezebel. <laughs> oh, my God, Kathy, you should totally, like, play this whole album and learn the drums for it. I would take up the drums just to learn how to play this album. <laughs> well, I'll get on it, and I'll let you know my progress. You should. That would be so fun. God, I get it now. Like, you know, just like looking back, just how people were like, yes, ACDC. Mm-hmm. They were from Australia? It's an Australian rock band formed in wow. 1973 by brothers Malcolm and Angus Young. Yes. Okay, I was not that far off. All right, you're up next. Okay, I'm going to take it all the way to the other side of the spectrum. <laughs> Big surprise there. Shut up. Whitney Houston's self-titled album, 1985. Whitney Houston. Oh, my God, Kathy. You have no idea. R.I.P., girl. You have no idea, like, how much that album influenced my life. And I didn't realize that until, like, fairly recently. Mm -hmm. But the reason why that made my list today is because it just reminds me of this really, really good Time, it just is like good childhood memories again. I would listen to that tape over and over, over and over. And my my go-to songs were You Give Good Love, Saving All My Love, How Will I Know? And it's like what you were saying in the last bit, you know, like you're this, you know, little kid and all of a sudden you're singing these songs that you should, probably should not be singing about because, you know, they're about the dirties. But they were kind of nice, little love songs about the dirties. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> But anyway, it reminds me of this this tape uh, recorder that I had. It just played one tape, and I had a handle on it, and I would walk around with it. And my sister, in all her older sister ways, would hog it because she would use it to record songs off of the radio. Mm-hmm. So finally, she convinced my parents to get a boombox. And so she got the boombox, and then I got the tape. The tape recorder was handed down to me. No lie, I slept with that thing. It was like... <laughs> My teddy bear on one side, the tape recorder on the other, and I was just constantly playing. I listened to that tape so much, I knew how long to let rewind go to make it to the beginning of the song that I wanted. Oh, my God. That's how long and how much <laughs> I listened to that song. Wow. But I loved it because I remember hearing it thinking like, wow, she's such a great singer. And I, want to and I would sing every song just over and over. Anyway, but those were my songs. That's how I remember, too, is like album covers. Just totally remembering what album covers look like. amount of control this woman i can't and then and then and then at the end my favorite part was when she repeats kind of like the end of the chorus where she holds that really high u note you know i'm talking about and when i was a kid i used to be like 
okay, yeah, it was like almost subconscious, like uh, breath training. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be a long note. This is a long ass note. I need to like take in a bunch, of, you know. And I'm just this little kid. I must have been like nine years old or something, <laughs> ten maybe. And I was like, it's coming up, and she's gonna do it a bunch of times. And I would just sing it over and over, and I could hold that note anyway. I love that song. So Whitney, is that how like, your singing career started? Singing to Whitney Houston, probably, if I really had to look at it. <laughs> anyway, I just love that song. That's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of our house in Vallejo and my tape recorder and listening to that tape and my sister hogging the tape recorder and me being really mad about it, but, like, so ecstatic when it was finally mine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting me share. <laughs> that was awesome. I loved it. What's yours? What's your next one? So Prince. Yes. Thank God. Thank you. Thank you. Because I was I was torn. I couldn't put it on my list. <laughs> you couldn't. I want to know what you put instead of Prince. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Talk about Prince. Talk about Prince. So 1999, <laughs> of course. Yep. Uh, 1999, Little Red Corvette, Delirious, Let's Pretend We're Married, DMSR. Mm-hmm. Automatic, something in the water doesn't compute, free, lady cab driver, all the critics love you in New York, international lover. International lover. So you picked that over um, Purple Rain? Yeah, because I kind of like, I mean, this, there's a lot of cool songs on this. I mean, yeah. Purple Rain is pretty awesome, too. But this is one of the songs that I like from this album. And I think it's pretty apropos considering the times that we're in right now. I don't know. good one do you remember what you were doing or where you were when you uh first heard uh, the a print song off of this album Mm, i was probably in california Mm. because delirious was definitely and even like little red corvette they had a mix a dance mix Mm -hmm. i think of little red corvette but do you remember this one yep (laughs) i was just listening to that the other day (laughs) (laughs) does that Everybody, everybody. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, that's been popping up on my Pandora because I keep liking it whenever it pops up. Oh. <laughs> uh, I forgot about that song. I wasn't, I didn't listen to it when it came out, but I, it's another one of those artists that I like, like had a deeper appreciation of as I got older. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know back back then everything was, um, by the time I got around to it, it was like Purple Rain, right. and it's a very kind of prominent, prominent album. And actually, I was on a thread with some friends yesterday talking about. Um, you know, Michael Jackson, for example, like, you know, Off the Wall or Thriller, which one do you think is best? And I feel like there's a similar debate with Prince in mm. 1999 and Purple Rain. You know, you have like these these kind of schools that are like, no, 1999 all the way, you know, or whatever. <laughs> totally. I, just, I think people are, um, as far as music, it's very yeah. like if they have memories of one album and not the other, then they're totally hooked on, you know. Yeah. And then you just have those freaks that just love Prince and Michael Jackson, regardless of <laughs> what song it is. <laughs> There's a lot of those freaks out there. The 10 cuts that fell on the floor never made it to an album, but they somehow found it. They love those two. <laughs> right. Those two. Yeah. <laughs> that never made Even the charts. That never made the charts <laughs> or the light of day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, Yeah. Oh, man, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Uh, and there's one more song I'm just going to share quickly. Yes. And you can see his little body dancing on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> seeing him live concert i know yeah have you no and especially when he was doing that kind of one-man tour right before he passed away and he was Mm -hmm. just kind of going all over that's just a really bad place to be and especially now like musicians as they're getting older you got to catch them when you can catch them yeah a lot of musicians that we grew up with are now starting to fade away gotta catch them i know I'm so glad you brought up Prince. I was like, oh, Prince, though. But, you know, I know like I said, it I... sucks the way they're dying, like Michael Jackson and Prince. Yeah. Just how they're, it's not, I don't know. It's not cool. <laughs> it's not, I'm not okay with that. I you mean, see your face. Natural, like, it's not cool. <laughs> natural causes is one thing, but, you know. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> Anyhow. Do you have another one? I do. I have my last one, my third. Janet Jackson Control, <gasps> 1986. Oh, my God. Yes. So my favorite tracks on there are When I Think of You, Pleasure Principle, Pleasure Principle, for real reals. And then, you know, the the more kind of romantic, sad, sexy ones that were at the end, I think, of the album, Let's Wait a While and Funny How Time Flies. Mm-hmm. Which I again, I probably should not have been singing as an eleven or twelve year old, but I did, so I didn't care. But <laughs> I love it, and a lot of that influence was again just kind of my sister. I mean, around that time, because my sister, my sister's older, I just I listened to a lot by default of what she was listening to, um, which is fine. I mean, you know, we're not that much 
um, there's not big of an age difference. But like the biggest memory of this is, um, so, you know, I grew up in Vallejo and back in the day, <laughs> I had a lot of friends that were, you know, wanted to be DJs. So everybody had a little crew and they would do these, what we call like these garage parties, right? And on the weekends, you know, somebody would be like, hey, we're going to have a garage party in the house. They'd shut the garage. They'd set up their whole little DJ <laughs> setup, you know? The auntie would make the pancit, the noodles, and the lumpia, and the adobo. And I swear up and down, that is how we got all of our best friends who were white, black, Mexican, all that. They would come to these parties, and that's how they got introduced to Filipino food. Like that and family <laughs> gatherings. That's awesome. Garage parties and family gatherings. Um, but yeah, but pleasure principle especially reminds me of... Um, of that time. And it's just, it's such a happy memory. Like, I just feel like, dang, I wish, I wish things could kind of be like that. That's where everybody learned to drink, right? would not work for me no i'd fail after three seconds yeah but that's a great that's a great album i think and um i don't know i like it cool janet jackson rocks dojj <laughs> god it just reminds me of all those goofy ass dances holy crap well thanks for sharing thanks for sharing too it's crazy what music does to us well, it's it's nice to see, too, just how different the music is. I mean, you know, from what we grew up with and today. It, it's funny because my sister, you know, she's listening to a lot of the more current music that's out there. And I'm not. I feel like I kind of got stuck around, like, the 2000s, maybe. Mm. And I'm trying to hear, like, what, especially, like, rap and hip-hop right now that's out today. Um, I, for some reason, I'm just kind of fascinated by it lately. Um, and it's it's very different just the type of music, but it's, but it is reassuring to see these um, up and coming musicians today sampling music from back in the day. I mean, that just kind of speaks a little bit to the kind of the quality and how like cross generational trans generational, mm -hmm. I guess that kind of music is. So. Yeah. I don't think the older music will ever die mm -hmm. in some shape or form. It'll be there. I, I don't remember really uh, when we were growing up, people sampling or referencing back music that our parents listened to. Do you? Like kind of like how it's happening today. I, why I think hip hop and rap did more of that than, you know, pop. Yeah, I guess it's. I mean, that's my. Show. I mean, when did pop start becoming popular? Like in the 90s? Kind of late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. So I feel like once that happened, I mean, it kind of took over. But so what were they calling like things like Debbie Gibson, New Kids on the Block, New Edition? Were they calling that pop? That wasn't pop. What was it? I don't know. I think New Edition was like R&B, but like Debbie Gibson, who, by the way, I cannot handle <laughs> anything. <laughs> Debbie Gibson. Oh, wait, should anything we play Debbie? Debbie? Uh, let's see. No, <laughs> <laughs> not even one. I, between her and Rick Astley, no. <laughs> Rick Astley. Like, I listened to Rick. 
Never gonna like, give nah, you up. Nah. Never gonna let you down. Nah, 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 Never gonna nah, nah, run around nah, and nah, hurt nah, you. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. Come on, Debbie, sing it. Sing it, Debbie, like you know how. Come on, Debbie, hurry up and sing. Like torture. Is that even a popular one? I don't even know what a popular one is. No, I mean, she just sounds like she smells like spoiled milk. Like, don't... (laughs) What is that? <laughs> well, it's just like that poor woman that was like that Friday song. What Friday song? The Friday song that was on YouTube and then became a hit. And then she, you know, made another song called, I don't know, Monday or something. I don't know. <laughs> like not Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but she had like a bazillion, like quadrillion million views on YouTube. But it was like the worst song ever. I think I remember you talking about this. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, I just, I can't, I can't even. And I'm going to just email you just for kicks outside of this. Like, remember I was telling you yesterday, I was looking through the um, Time Life Loves the 80s compilation, which is nine CDs across that decade of music, just to kind of like jog my memory. And as I was going through it, it was just reminding me songs that I hated. Like I absolutely <laughs> hated and I think what I realized was that the reason why I hated it was because those songs got so played out. Like they were on commercials, they were on yeah, the radio, yeah. they were out, which is unfortunate for those bands, but you know, God pay the bills. <laughs> well, that too. I mean, all the Geico commercials now have Rat on one of the commercials. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The guy's rat? like, we have a rat problem in our house. And then you see him playing in the you know bathroom. Okay, that's kind of fun though. Salt and Pepper did that commercial. Push with push, push it. it, and they'd be opening doors as they were saying push it. See, that's another song too. It's like, dang, why did they? Like, I can't even. If I hear it on the radio, I will reach for the dial. <laughs> Come on. All right. With that said, we got to push out of here. Yeah, we do. Thanks, Shaylani. Thanks, for another Kathy. exciting and fun episode of Breaking It Down. Wiki wiki. What was it? Wiki wiki. I like hearing your stories, Kathy. I like it's hearing yours. You have more you. stories than I have stories. Yeah, it's because you have know. better memories than I do. <laughs> I forget what I freaking did yesterday, let alone when you're eating that PB and J being a latchkey kid, uh, wondering why mom didn't buy that gallon of milk. Cause there's only a drop left. Yes. <laughs> but that's just, I was like eating government cheese, making government cheese, grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh my God. I remember one time real quick, I was walking to Stewart's cause we had, it was like a little ice. It was like a gas station, ice cream shop slash like convenience store. And it was just like within walking distance. So, but to go up, there was like this slight hill. So I was coming back with a gallon of milk, walking home, and I was walking down the hill, and I was just swinging it, swinging it, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, it was like, like slid down the hill, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like a bowling ball? <laughs> no, it was just like sliding, and then the top came off, so it was like all over the place, and I don't know what happened after that. I probably blacked out from being yelled at. <laughs> Oh, memories. There was no music attached to that memory, but the milk. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> anyway. I feel like I could see you walking down like a cartoon. La, 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 la. Whoosh. <laughs>
I can see it right now, like it, like it was yesterday. You're making my glasses fog. <laughs> I can't. Thanks, Shailani. And listeners, this is your call to action. Send us your favorite 80s album songs in a memory attached and let us know. Pictures are also welcome. Pictures, video of you dancing while you're listening to it. Yes. Whatever you can, you know, muster up would be appreciated. You can find Women Who Sarcast at Instagram and Twitter. And you can email us at womenwhosarcast at yahoo.com. And thanks for listening to Women Who Sarcast. And sing. (laughs) Show music provided by Mike and Bassiani. Thank you.